Hello, 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 and welcome to Here We Grow. I'm Nikki. It is Friday morning, and it has been a week. (laughs) I have been digging deep this week, and I have felt exhausted for most of the week and woke up this morning surprisingly refreshed and really motivated to film this episode. Episode number six. Whoop whoop. When I popped onto the app, it gave me a congratulations on episode five and that felt so good. So here I am. Here we grow. How are you? Have you checked in with yourself today, this week, so far in life? How are we feeling? What's coming up? I wanted to just start off talking about stillness and we'll settle in and ground our energy together just because that's what we do. We get grounded, we settle, we connect deeper to our space and this morning's going to be just simple. So wherever you're at, close your eyes if you can or find a soft gaze. Um, We call this in yoga our drishti. It is a soft focus on something that's preferably not moving so that you can just tune into where you're at. And with the intention of quieting the thoughts, although they never go away. So if you have been under the impression that meditation is not thinking, that's not possible. So we allow our thinking mind to continue and we practice non-attachment. So coming into the space, allow your shoulders to relax down your back, maybe get some wiggles through the spine, through the head, through the shoulders, wiggle it out just a little bit, shake it, shake it, shake it, wiggle it, however you want to. This always helps me get some of the movement flowing through me and allow it to settle out moving through my body. I like to process it through my sit bones wherever I am sitting or if you're walking or standing, move it through the feet and notice the energy coming in through the top of the head if you're outside, bringing the sunshine in through the crown of the head Wherever you're sitting, you can imagine sunshine coming in through the crown of your head, making its way all the way through the body and out the feet or the sit bones if you are sitting. So allowing this light and this movement to flush out the body energetically. And notice if you can get this light moving through you circularly, coming in through the top, out through the bottom, around out through the sides, and then back up and through. So I imagine these big circles, two big circles, in through the top of the head, flushing out the body, coming down through wherever you are seated or standing, and keep it moving. So in, down, out through the bottom, around through the sides, back up, and over again. Feel how that feels to just start that energy moving. 
You are in full control of your energy. And so when it gets stuck or stagnant, it's important to stop and flush through it, however that looks. Today we're using light. I love to use light because it's available to us. It's easy to imagine. We get to just move with it. Light is so important. And then with this light moving through us, start to find your breath. In through the nose, out through the mouth. And if it feels right, timing it with this light that's moving through you. In through the nose. With the exhale, I like to allow that to be the part that flushes through all the way down the body. And then once it's moving out to the bottom, in through the nose brings it up and around, in through the crown, and exhale flushes it through the body. In and out, open and closed, expand and contract, constant motion, like a wave, never ending, in and out. And notice how that feels. Notice what's moving through you. Notice if you're getting stuck in any areas. If your mind is coming up with judgments and expectations. Or you're already thinking of everything else you have to do today. Come back. Come back to this place. Come back to this moment. The present is the most important peace of your life. Learning to stay present will set you free. It is really the only thing that matters this present moment right here, right now. Letting that light flush through you, letting the breath cleanse you, letting the thoughts move through you. And if you are conscious of your thoughts, conscious of the moment, conscious of the body, present, that is your practice. That is your stillness. That is meditation. So welcome. Hmm. Welcome to how this feels. Welcome to filling yourself up naturally and abundantly. Welcome to all that's available to you at every single moment. It's pretty phenomenal when you think about it. Taking this feeling and coming back to the moment if you feel like it or sit in this meditative stillness practice as I walk you through episode six and what has been coming up for me. And first I want to start with how we listen and what we allow our attention to gravitate towards And this is coming up from my meditation this morning. I sat out on my back deck. The sun was rising. It's beautiful. We actually got rain last night, which was so welcomed. This week has been a lot of smoke and very hot. And I don't like that. (laughs) It brings up a lot of PTSD from last summer. 
Um, where I live, it was scorching hot and we were surrounded by fires, which seems to be a pattern in our world and in this country, specifically on the west side of the United States. We have had a lot of fires. Actually, currently, I just read there's about 70 fires going on around us, Idaho, Oregon, California. So that really seems to get my nervous system going. There's a lot of anxiety that comes with that. And so it's important to continue to come back to grounding, know what we can control, trust that there's a process. In so many ways, burning is important. It is super scary. And of course, if homes are taken and lives are taken, that's really upsetting, obviously, and scary. And it's a natural part of the process. The forest must burn so that it can regenerate and rejuvenate and bring new life into that current area. There's actually controlled burns for this reason. So not to go too far deep into that, but that's what was coming up for me this week um, was just feeling sad about the fires and you know, stressed out that I couldn't really go outside and get a good workout in and my dog doesn't like it. So there was all the things. Um, So the rain last night was so welcomed. And I just feel like I woke up this morning with a refreshed, rejuvenated feeling because of the rain. And so as I sat in meditation out on my balcony, I was just taking all of the sounds in and I noticed that I could hear this little town that I'm in start to come to life cars moving, people walking, honking of horns, which is pretty rare, but there was a couple that was going on. I'm like, geez, you're really feeling it this morning. (laughs) And also at the same time, there were birds chirping and the breeze rustling in the trees and just the natural movement of nature all around me. And so it felt like these two polarizations of sounds, right? Like the city and the bustle and the crunching of rocks under people's feet as they were walking on the path below me, the dogs barking, I could hear people talking. So, so much of that, of like the man-made noise, essentially, compared to nature, and each bird and their own individual sound and the hummingbirds and again the wind and the trees and the movement and I noticed myself having the choice and the ability to tap into each one and I feel like there's been a point in my life where I would have been really frustrated with the man-made noise like oh man all the cars and that guy honking or that woman honking and the people walking and talking loud and dogs going crazy like oh how annoying like how am I supposed to sit here in meditation and then another part of me this morning was like well lean into the sounds that nourish you and fill you up and that feel more harmonious and so I did that and I felt myself go back and forth and back and forth and suddenly it became a symphony of sounds and it was almost welcomed the the sounds of the cars moving sort of started become becoming intimate with the sounds of the birds and they intricately formed together to make one cohesive sound and the more that i stayed grounded and filling up with breath and staying present 
the more I found myself enjoying it and just listening. Instead of listening to judge, instead of listening to find annoyance, instead of listening to struggle to find what I wanted to hear, I just allowed all of it. All of the sounds came together. And it felt so nourishing is the word that's coming up. I felt myself filling up with these sounds in a way that I could embody. And as I'm speaking about this, it makes me realize that is the sound of Om. So if you've ever taken a yoga class or heard chanting or been a part of any program that involves monks or maybe Buddhism or Hindu, there's an Om practice. And I don't think it's explained a lot. And I think it's a really necessary explanation, but essentially Om Um, It can be spelled A-U-M or O-M. And essentially when this sound is made, especially collectively, if you've ever been in a room where the whole group is oming, it is very powerful. You can feel the vibration. And essentially om has been created in a sense that what we are essentially it's hard to it's hard to put into words really but essentially scientifically um om is the sound of all of the sounds of the world together so they have come up with one sound collectively if you were to mush every sound that's going on in the world together it would be a vibra- a vibration of om and there's a deep spiritual connection to this and obviously a practice within this And it gets all of our systems together energetically when everybody is chanting OM. So it's like OM. And even within my body, I have a very incredible vibration going on. And I very highly recommend for you to do it as well. It is so powerful and it's a way to calm the system at any time, anywhere. And I felt that this morning. All of the sounds coming together this morning, collectively connecting within one harmonious sound felt liberating and it made me realize that I have come a long way on my journey and my practice of stillness that again instead of leaning into the annoyance of the sounds that weren't ideal I allowed them I allowed them to come together to blend together with the sounds that I do enjoy of the birds and nature And I brought it together cohesively within myself. And I think that that's an incredible message for me this morning. And of course, to share with you that we get to choose. We have a choice. 
we can be annoyed and we can try and suppress and push away and deny certain sounds in our life, certain messages in our life. Or we can allow them to mesh together and just be instead of trying to label or make it right or wrong or good or bad we can allow it to just be and not be judgmental about it and not be trying to resist it there is so much noise in this world so much noise and so whether we attach to it or not is our choice can it just be in your life and i'm learning this of course of especially as it comes up as a practice and i've noticed myself in times getting really defensive or really resistant to certain noises in my life and i wonder what that would have looked like in those moments to just allow it to be what it is, to not absorb it and completely embody it, to just allow it and to mix in the noises that are important to me, that do feel good for my system, that do keep me grounded in a collective type state. So this is just really interesting and I look forward to embodying this as I move through my life and as I allow different sounds to be all around me because in a lot of cases we don't have a choice and as I get to apply this to not take it on, to not take it personally, to not get totally wrapped up in a noise that isn't perfect for my nervous system. Um, What we resist persists. And that's what's coming up for me right now. If I was to sit in meditation this morning and resist all those noises, it would have just persisted. That would have been the loudest noise for me. The cars and the honks and the people and the dogs would have been the loudest. That would have persisted. And I took the opportunity to just allow it to be a part of the noise and bring in the nature and the birds and the trees and the wind and even like listening to the sun, which sounds really interesting when I say it that way. But like, can we hear the sun? Can we hear the clouds moving? Can we hear the sky and the clarity of the sky? And can we marry the two? I do believe we can and I believe that I did that this morning and I believe that we can cultivate this practice in our everyday life and how magical that will feel and then how we can fill up with it, how we can allow it to come into our nervous system with intention, with richness, with an embodiment of knowing that we can decipher what's best for us. And that just feels really powerful. That to me in that moment, I took my power back. Instead of giving my power away and my energy, so your energy is your power, and instead of giving my energy and giving my power away to what I didn't like in that moment, I just allowed it. 
I allowed it to be in the moment. Ooh, fantastic, right? And now I get to embody that because it's so present in me and in my life. I get to embody it in my everyday adventure, in my everyday experience, in my everyday community living that is this human experience. We can't really go around only picking and to choose picking and choosing to hear what we want to hear. And I guess we can, but how how much are we missing out? Right? Like would my ohm sound this morning of the traffic and the birds have been would it would it have been a symphony? Would it have like cohesively come together in my body? It's almost like listening to music and only trying to hear the guitar, right? Like we need to hear the drums and the trumpet and the the bass and, and each piece that works together. And then of course the lead singer and, you know, it all comes together as one. And so you know, the bass might be really quiet in the background and that might be what we want to hear the most. So we tune into the bass, but yet everything else is still going on around us. Maybe the jazz player is the, the jazz, the, um, the saxophone player is super loud and it's kind of like irritating our system a little bit, but can we like lean into the parts of the symphony and the band and the music that we do want to hear? Like we get to choose and, and that to me feels like the real lesson here. Like we get to choose. So where can you choose in your life? Like what feels really loud to you right now that's maybe uncomfortable and you're listening to it. You're allowing it to be the loudest piece of your life. Maybe it's your own head space. Maybe it's the voice that's within us that's so loud for you right now that's not serving you and you're allowing it to be loud because you haven't quite noticed that that's what's the loudest, right? Like bringing attention and awareness to like, holy shit, that has been so loud for me lately. That head talk, that that person, that situation is so loud and it's daunting and I I I get to quiet it down I get to step away from it a little bit and and notice it like can you be the observer of it instead of embodying it just like the traffic you know that loud negative head talk is the car's the cruising of the cars, the sound of the engine, the loud honking, like that's that head talk that maybe feels heavy and loud and it's weighing you down. Can you step away from it? Can you be the observer in your life? And from that space, then you get to take your control back, right? Then you get to see, wow, that's been controlling me for a long time. How can I shift And start to listen to the more quiet aspects of myself that by tuning into, they have more say. I truly believe that there's a person, a piece of your person that's in there that's your biggest fan. And somehow the person that we hear the loudest within ourselves tends to be 
not our biggest fan. It tends to be critical and it tends to be guiding us in a way that maybe quote unquote keeps us safe, but that's not where we grow, right? Like we have to step away from that safety sometimes and put ourselves out there and take a risk. And I believe that that voice is more quiet because it's risky and because to the nervous system, it might feel unsafe. And that's the risk that we need to be willing to take to to grow, to find the light, to lean in, to get out of that dark space. To really flourish, we must be willing to take a risk. So notice, notice if there's a part of you that's like cheering you on quietly, like, hell yeah, you got this. I see you, you're strong, you're independent. You can lean on that person, you can ask for help. You're beautiful. You've got this. You're capable. You can do hard things. And sometimes that voice is really quiet. Sometimes that's the humming of the hummingbird that we don't quite hear over the roaring of the traffic. And so we get to choose. And that means stepping back, finding stillness, cultivating a practice of observing So this feels really nourishing to me to bring in this observer and just watch and listen. Listen, Linda. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen that. That video, this little kid is like, you listen to me, Linda. And that's how I feel in this moment. Like step back, get out of this resistance, get out of this heaviness, get out of this head talk that's like, oh man, you really screwed that up. Oh man, you're doing that wrong. Oh man, you're going to have another drink. Oh man, you're going to have some more of that cake and you're going to be in this bad space. You're going to be in a heavy, in a heavy physical form. You're going to be stuck in this job. You're you're broke, you're not doing it right, you're not good enough. Like, why is that head talk so loud? And it's there, and I know it's there. And that's not helping us, that is not serving us. That is the traffic being as loud as possible because I'm here to tell you, you are worthy. You are capable of making a big change, a big shift in your life, whether it's cutting back on toxins in your life, cutting back on drinking, cutting back on not taking really good care of yourself, cutting back on telling yourself you're not good enough. You don't take good pictures. You shouldn't be in pictures. You're not, you're not good enough to ask for that promotion. You're you're in the wrong relationship because you deserve it, right? Like how freaking heavy is that? How loud is that? Step away. We get to take our power back, take control by stepping away, getting into this practice of stillness, getting into the habit of listening and creating space. So when we step back in our practice and we listen, like, whoa, that part is really loud. Okay, I hear it. I'm not resisting. Oh, there's this quieter side. I want to bring that forward. What is it saying? Can we get 
really quiet and still and bring that encouraging side of ourselves forward. Because when we create the space and we get empty, in a sense, we empty ourselves out of all of the, the constant patterns of thoughts. When we empty out, we then get the opportunity to fill it with what we want. And this takes time. This takes love. This takes patience. This takes compassion. And it takes practice. And it's possible. And you get to fill yourself up with all the nourishing goodness that you deserve. And it starts with you. You are the loudest voice in your world. So how are you talking to yourself? How does it feel? What's coming up for you? We have 80 something thousand thoughts a day. They say between 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day. And something like 80% is the same. The same thought over and over, day after day. Until you take a conscious moment to become aware of what that thought is, you create stillness in your life so that you can slow those thoughts down and observe them and empty out of as much of them as you can so that you can fill yourself up with what feels good. You have that opportunity every single moment. And the more that you observe and become aware, I promise you, the more you will start to go, holy cow, I've been thinking about that for a really long time. I've been holding on to that for a really long time. That moment when I was a kid, when I got scolded and I felt embarrassed and I never spoke up again, that has been held inside of me for most of my life. Wow. Okay, I get to sit here and I get to go back into that moment and I get to hold that young child and say, you are worthy. Your voice matters. It's time for you to speak up and speak your truth from a place of grounded compassion, from a place of knowing your worth. And of course, it's going to take some time to establish that worth through these practices. And going back into those moments to nourish that little child within because those wounds have lasted a lifetime. And you are worthy of feeling your best, of living your best life. And sometimes going back into those moments means digging deep, going back into the darkness, into that wound, into that trauma, and healing it. Because those traumas are what trigger us throughout our life. And if we want to be triggered less, we must heal ourself. Mm. And that feels so empowering. And we have that power. We have that control. We have that ability. For some reason, it has been stripped away from us in a lot of parts of our life. I think that is by design that the system wants us to feel powerless 
and in and controlled by the systems that are in place because people that are following a specific system are more controllable. So the way that we take our power back is we tap into ourself and unplug from some of the ways that we have been controlled. The news specifically, the government, the politicians, the what feels like lies, um, so many ways, right? And not to say that that's all wrong and bad and not to even go there because it's not necessary, but just be the observer. Notice where you are tapping in. Notice how it feels. If you connect to the news every morning and you feel heavy throughout your day and you're thinking of all the world struggles and it's just too much for your nervous system, check out more often. Maybe you check into the news once a week instead of every morning. Check into the things that will nourish you. Think of yourself like a plant because here we grow, right? So I was saying the other day, we're essentially house plants with emotions. So check into your plant. How are you taking care of it? Are you nourishing yourself with things that feel really good? High vibrational foods, tons of good water, sunlight, A little bit of movement does a body good. A lot of movement will help give you strength, but you get to choose how much are you nourishing your plant every single day. And once we start nourishing our plant in a way, we have more choice. We become the observer. We get out of that patterned head talk. We get out of the heaviness of the loud and the loudness of the traffic. When we feel more nourished, we have more nourishment in our life. And we hear the sounds, the sweet, sweet sounds of the world. We see more love. We see more clearly. We connect on a deeper level with one another. It's this whole full circle and it begins with you. So how are you nourishing your plant? How are you taking care of yourself? What does that feel like? And are you cultivating a practice of stillness so that you can empty out the things that are no longer serving you? You can create that space. You can become less attached to the things that don't feel like they are supporting the direction you want to go. And you get to be the observer of the noises and just see how that feels. Try that on every morning for 10 minutes. Notice what is coming up for you. Take the time to listen and see where that will guide you. Remember what we resist persists and what we believe we will receive and they go all together as one. So I hope that this helped give you some guidance this morning and some things to think about and may you be the observer of your thoughts throughout the next few days until we tap in together again and 
be the observer of your thoughts for your life and start to talk to yourself in a way that you would speak to your best friend. And when you notice that you're not speaking to your best friend very nicely, step back for a minute because our relationship with ourself is a relationship for a lifetime. And if we were going to be with someone for the rest of our life, how would we want that relationship to go? How do you want your relationship to feel with yourself? Do you want those loud, discouraging, harmful thoughts to be the loudest? Do you want that to be your main head talk? Or do you want it to be nourishing and loving and supportive and uplifting? Like those, that's the polarization of the two, right? And there's going to be a little bit of both. What do we want to be the loudest? And in order to create the loving, nourishing, supportive thoughts to be the loudest, we must take care of ourselves. We must prove to ourselves that we do love ourselves. And that can take some time. That can take some practice. So have grace for yourself. Be patient. Continue to show up and continue to prove yourself to yourself. I am worthy and I'm going to prove it because unless you do, no one else will. But it's really amazing that once you do start proving that and showing yourself, then people start showing up that way. It's really amazing how that works. They start nourishing you in a different way and maybe they didn't change a thing. Maybe that nourishment and that care was there all along. You just had to show up for yourself first. So here we grow. (laughs) Take this with you. Plant some seeds. Nourish your soil. Get some sunlight. My big mantra lately has been sky before screen. So hopefully you can tap into that. See the sky. Enjoy the sky before you tap into your screen every day. And start embodying your practices. See how it feels. Thank you so much for tuning in, for tapping in, for doing the work for putting yourself first, for showing up. I believe by listening to this podcast, you are signaling to the universe that you're ready to make a shift in your life, to pivot, to grow in a new way. And this is just the beginning. And I'm just honored for this space, for this community, and I look forward to all the growth that is happening for all of us. Um, I would love your feedback. Feel free to message me on my Instagram, which is here we grow XO. And I think you can also comment here under the Spotify link. And also, if you could share this with one person today, that would mean the world to me. Share so that we can all grow together. Okay, that's it for now. Thank you so much. And uh, here we grow. Love you. Bye.